Right. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy oh God. I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250 What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we've got an awesome show for you We actually have a guest uh, that you have heard on my show a few different times. Also, um, we're missing a couple guys from the podcast. Sal is on vacation. Uh, Vaughn is doing Vaughn stuff. But we got DJ. Yo, yo. DJ, what's going on, dude? Hey, man, another day, another dollar. Hey. Happy to be here. You missed our lift today. I, I did. So what are you going to do? You going to lift later? Yeah, I'm going to lift it. Are you? Yeah, I am. All right. Yeah. As soon as we get done with this. You need me to get like come down and yell at you while you're lifting? I mean, it'd be nice. All right, we can do that. <laughs> and we have our special guest who has also uh, has come a long way to be here. Uh, and a lot has changed in his life since the last time we had him on the show. Uh, and this is the third time we've had him on the show for a reason. My good friend, Ryan Mickler. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Glad oh, to be here. Yeah. How are you? Good. It is. A, it's a little bit of a longer trip. Yeah. Since, yeah uh, moving from Utah. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. I mean, times are crazy with tra actually I I actually really enjoyed traveling this time. Yeah. I hate traveling. Yeah. But nobody was there. Nobody was rude. Everybody's worrying about their personal space cuz normally Dude, you know, all the annoying people are saying they they won't go right. That's exactly now. right. Yeah. Anybody that everybody was respectful. They stayed away from each other. They minded their business. They got in the right lines. They boarded quickly. They yeah. sat their asses down. I'm like this is actually not too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except no for kidding, the face man. mask thing, but you know. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that for, oh, for sure. sure. Absolutely. Dude, before we get into all that, though, um, you know, what's been going on, man? You, you, uh, you made a big move. Tell people about yeah. what you did. Yeah, last year, actually about this time last year, my wife and I and four kids packed up shop and headed to Maine. So we went across the country and found this beautiful home. I'd only been to Maine. Well, when we put an offering on that place, that was our second time in Maine. Wow. I went out there for one trip for a, uh, a jiu-jitsu immersion camp with Origin. Uh, yeah, and so I went out there, fell in love with it, and it was in the fall. So I was like, yeah, of course, it's beautiful now. But we'd always thought about, okay, well, let's go on an adventure. Like, let's, like, let's mix things up. You yeah. know, we, we, have, we have the the money to do it. We've got the freedom and the flexibility. Our kids are young. Like, if we're going to do it, now's the time to do it. Yeah. So I said, well, let's just go out. So we went back out in the winter, and we looked at a dozen different places and didn't really find anything we liked. So, I mean, we weren't upset it was just like yeah time's right. not right or whatever and we literally uh, no joke man we came down this hill and our realtor said hey i have one last place it's already got an offering on it but they're entertaining backup offers so check it out so we went down this hill and saw this house i thought it was a bed and breakfast you've seen the house oh it's beautiful i saw the bed i, I thought it was a bed and breakfast i'm like whoa look at that place and our realtor pulled into the into it and my wife gets out and she's like we'll take it and he's like well don't you want to see the inside or anything? I'm like, yeah, I, I do. Right, yeah, I, right. get, I, I get that reaction though, man. It's a beautiful place. It's amazing. So yeah. we picked that place up. A lot of things fell through on the other side in order to make it happen. So we kind of felt like, hey, you know what? This is just meant to be. Yeah. We had a lot of people say, here's the thing that a lot of people said is they said, oh man, I wish I could do that. But, but dude, but what? But yeah. you have responsibilities. You have a job. You have friends. Is the only All that shit applies to me too. Yeah. Right? You know, so yeah, we took some risks going out there and being there for a year, it's overwhelmingly positive. You know, there's some things that I'm like, ah, oh, I wish it was this or this, but overwhelmingly positive and what a cool experience to be out there, man. Dude, I, I'm envious, man, because I never experienced that, like just picking up and moving. I've never been able to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. I fall into the butt category right now. <laughs> That's the truth. But 
I think it's super cool, man, that you guys made that move. Um, what's going on with business, man? Business is exploding. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I was going to tell you this because I knew obviously we we're going to be talking today and um, I'm on the 75 hard train, by the way. I'm se second time around because the first time I failed. Yeah. I got to like day 43 and I think I had some chips and salsa, which is always my demise. I'm like, shit. Dude, a lot of people do that and they do it mindlessly. That's what it was. Yeah. And then, but what I did is I actually compounded the problem. Like, ah, oh, well, I messed up. I'll just, I'll start in a week. Yeah. And it was like three weeks later. Yeah. You know, I'm like, no shit. Like I got to start again. Yeah. So I really did start again. But um, I was thinking about it. The first go around, like a month ago, I was on fire. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's like a month and a half ago when I did it the first time on mm. fire. I'm like, man, I feel good. Business is growing. Revenue is up. The message is getting out there. We've got amazing guests on the podcast. What the hell is going on? It was yeah. 75 hard, dude. Yeah. Wow. And I'll be honest, like I look at it and, and anybody who looks at it probably for the first time says, okay, I got to do these things. Like that's simple. That's stupid. It happens all the Th time. That doesn't, that's not going to work. Dude, you, you would, you would. You guys would be shocked at how many people tell me those things. Exactly. And then they also tell me these things like, it's going to be easy. I already do that because a lot of guys who are bodybuilders, well, I already did. I did that for 167 days. No, yeah. you didn't. Yeah. You did not do that. Yeah. You did yeah. what you think is that you did a part of it. Right. Right. And what they don't, a lot of people don't understand it, dude. Um, they think it's a, like, it's just another fitness thing. Right. Yeah. And it's not that. Do you get fit? Yeah, you get sure. fit. But the mental aspect and anybody who's actually completed the program will tell you, I've not had anybody that's actually completed the program be like, yeah, uh, that was, it was, it was a waste, yeah. it was a, a waste yeah. of time. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm on 75. I love it right now. I mean, I, this is probably the most mentally clear I've ever been. That's what I and, noticed too. And just like you like, dude, it's, it's weird because like a lot of good things are really, really happening. Yeah, they are. And it's like, well, man, what did I do? What am I doing differently? And I'm like, That's dude, I'm, I'm so much clearer. It's been awesome. He pushed me. My birthday was a couple of weeks ago. And I texted him like, dude, like, hey, birthday's coming up. It's going to be tough. And he's like, dude, it's worth 10 birthdays. And I'm like, it is. All right. Well. It's worth all the birthdays. That's what people don't understand. For sure. And what people think is they are basically so used to the negative habits that they don't realize that they're negative habits. Mm. Like well, they don't we, even realize. Normalized them, right? Yeah, that's right. And said, "Oh, it's, it's you know, it's okay. It's okay to have a cheat day. It's okay to have a day off. It's okay to relax. You you deserve it. You've yeah. earned it." But you don't, right? And that's the <laughs> thing. Like this is the whole problem. Like, and this is the problem with society right now is we all think we earn something when the what it takes to actually earn it actually requires ten times that amount of work, right? So we have in our in society we have convinced ourselves that we deserve things when in reality we don't deserve shit and that's really the problem that we see going on right now we see it everywhere in the world it's just an attitude culture problem and when we have an issue where like you know like dude the longest i had gone without a cheat meal or a cheat day before i started 75 hard the first time was six fucking days yeah i mean six days bro like that's that's like to me now like and you have to understand like to me to get, the first time i went through 75 hard for me to get through that sixth day onto the eighth day and the ninth day and the tenth day and get over that first fucking seven days of not having a cheat day dude it was like the biggest victory i'd ever had in my life Is that right yeah. yeah because yeah i you know we've all been taught have a cheat day every week yep you know and uh bill phillips made that pop 
popular back in the 90s. And the truth is, and I'm just, you know, there's a lot of people who have their own opinions, but I'm pretty experienced in the fitness world. I know a few <laughs> things. Um, people forget that. But uh, your results are going to come three, four times faster when you don't do that shit. Yeah. It's just reality. Well, and I've noticed your body just, I mean, you're not only your body, but your mind too is going to give exactly what you demand of it. That's right. Right. So if you're used to training every day, lifting, exercising, dieting, whatever it is you're doing, mm -hmm. it's not like, I mean, it's going to be hard at first because you're not used to that, but mm -hmm. that's going to become, if you want to use the popular term, the new norm. Yeah. Right. right? Like right. that's going to be your new norm. That's the standard. That's the benchmark. And soon that will become easy. Like I know there's guys like, uh, and, and I think you're, you're connected with them too, like Cam Haynes. Yeah. Goggins is the same way. Yeah. Dude, those guys are running marathons every day. Every right? day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't have to do that. No. Well, people can't see, dude. And that's what people, they, they've, everybody's so in love with like what the result that other people can see will be. Right. They want to look good. They want to have a lot of money. They want to, they want people to know that they're a certain thing, but what they're really missing the boat yeah. because the real, the real prize is creating the power inside your mind to be able to create any of that shit at will, you know? And so a lot of people misunderstand the 75 hard, uh, and it gets a lot of fucking hate, but the truth is, is that they just don't understand it. Like I, I have one person, uh, message me and be like, well, all these tests, they don't, they don't really mean anything. And I'm like, well, they actually mean a whole fucking lot. You yes. just haven't really paid attention to what it is. Right. What's the purpose of a progress pick? You're not going to change every day. Well, that's the that's not the point of it. The point isn't to take a pick every day to see how much you change. Yep. The point is to remember to take the motherfucking pick every to day. To do it. Yeah. And like, dude, people and, and and they they can't comprehend that those little things that they forget to do or don't do or choose not to do are what actually costs them everything. And so what 75 hard does is it puts you in a zone of productivity in all areas. So almost anyone will tell you that when you're on the program, what you just said and what you just said, both of you guys, everything else goes with it. It goes up. Yes. And the more you focus on your little bitty uh, acts of discipline in any way, like we were joking around before the podcast, uh, you know, you use my bathroom yeah. in my office. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, man, if I had to wipe the piss, the piss drops off any toilet seat, I'm wiping off Andy's. And I said, yeah, man. But the flip side is I got to keep it clean. Everybody think I'm full of shit. <laughs> and, you know, but the thing is, is like, dude, finding little things like that throughout your day to keep you sharp is important. Like DJ knows because he does cardio with me all the time. Mm. Dude, I always pick up pennies and I always pick up bolts or screws. How many bolts of screws think I picked up off the road? You probably could have built a motherfucking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like factory. <laughs> I don't have to do that, but I do it yeah. because I know it's keeping me mentally sharp to the details. Interesting. And, a, and yeah. a lot of people don't exercise their brain in that way. So when they get on to 75 hard and they start doing that for the first time, they're like, holy shit. And it doesn't take a whole lot for all the other areas of your life to start elevating when you start exercising that little paying attention to detail. You right? know what I think it's like is like you guys have seen that picture, that meme floating around is like the iceberg, you know, I have the little bit on top and then you've got the 90% of it. It's on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And so what these little acts, these little disciplined acts are is that top that you see. But what it's really doing is developing everything Correct. else that's going on underneath that most people will never see. And if you don't participate in things like this, you won't ever formulate the connection. No. And dude, that's why I don't get mad about it. And I don't fight people on it. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, if you criticize it and you've never done it, 
I don't value your opinion. Right. At all. It's not credible. It's, and not at all. Because, dude, this is like, that's like someone criticizing a fucking Iron Man that never did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know. If you ask anybody who's completed one, they'll say it's <laughs> one of the biggest victories of their fucking life. Yeah. Right. And that's, this is the same thing. That's yeah. how I see it. So, you know, the other thing I was going to say on it, too, that I feel pretty good about since we got going on this is um, it, and I don't want anybody to misconstrue this because I know your stance on this of like, I'm not saying like I'm satisfied. OK, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm more comfortable with just, you know, being me like and I'm OK with that because I felt yeah. like for a very long time and even still, I feel like this, that I'm supposed to be and act a certain way for people in order to uh, uh, gain uh, validation or that's approval. Right. That's right. And, but I've noticed, I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm like, I don't, this is what I want to be. Like if I want to post on Instagram about me doing a puzzle with my kids and yeah, that's what it. I think is valuable for me. And I think other people would get value, then I'm going to do that. But I, I used to do it like my Instagram or Twitter, whatever I'd used to look, or even the podcast and think, okay, what would other people want? Yeah. Yeah. What do they want to yeah. hear? What do they, dude, no, just, this is what I want to talk about. I just heard Gary V tell everybody this and dude, I, everybody knows I love Gary, but I love to give him some little shit too. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, man, if you don't know what to do, just ask your audience what you want. And I, I'm like, bro, like I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, bro, you're just asking all these people to become performers. Mm-hmm. Like instead of asking them to invest in themselves and figure out what it is that they are proud of themselves for doing then you could figure out what it is you stand for, what it is you believe. And guess what? When you're able to walk free, you know this, because I know, I know you as a, as a man, you and I both are like this and not everybody is, but I, and both of our purpose is to help everybody get to that point. Right. But I'm very comfortable with who I am. And that was the whole, uh, that's the whole, you know, when I talk to people about 75 hard, I talk to them about building confidence and grit and fortitude and belief and all these qualities. And, and most people don't even understand what those qualities mean to them. So <clears throat> like, dude, I can remember being a young man. Um, and, and like, you know, when I was, I would say 20 years old, right? Let's just say, and I was always interested in girls. Okay. And I always hear this thing. Well, girls love guys that have confidence. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So what I do, I became the fake confident guy, yep. right? Like yep. I had all this fucking gel and shit in my hair and I fucking <laughs> wear some shirts. Like I Pe- thought I was talking, man. Yeah. I thought I was cool, you know? And I'm like, and I look back and I'm like, bro, you were the fucking biggest turd ever, you know? <laughs> but the truth is, is like when you start to realize what real confidence looks like and feels like it's very liberating and freeing. Yeah. And dude, it actually creates a situation where you're not actually eating yourself up on the inside with anxiety and stress and worry about what the world thinks. And instead you're okay. Cause you're looking at every day. I look in the mirror. I fucking look, this is the truth. And this is people literally every day. I look in the mirror. I can fucking honestly tell myself, dude, you're doing everything you fucking can. Mm. I, I can't. That's powerful. Yeah, bro. And so what else can I fucking do? So if I'm doing everything I can, and I can't really do anything more. I mean, could I do a little more here and there? Sure. But I'm always searching for that right. to do. You're pushing. Then that's what creates the inner peace, right? So now I'm like, okay, that was a good day. That was a good day. And I do that a good day, a good day, a good day, a good day. And, a ro- and eventually, dude, it builds a good life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So You know what's ironic about that too is like, I think there's a lot of people who listen to your podcast who, who think to themselves because they see you and the guests that you have on and the people you're connected with that they want to be influential too, right? Yeah, yeah. So they try to act a certain way yes. in order, they're performing in order to gain that notoriety, yes. and that influence. 
the ironic thing is, is when you stop worrying about what other people think and you do programs like 75 hard and you follow through on your commitments and you be a man of your word and you live in integrity, then that's what people follow. Yeah. They don't follow the fake. They follow you not really caring what people think and worrying about, for lack of a better term, impressing yourself rather than impressing other people. Yeah. And a lot of people read that as like arrogant or cocky yeah. or whatever, but it's, ego, it's, yeah. it's, it's not, it's just real confidence. Like I don't need the approval of you. I'm mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I just don't. Right. And that's, that doesn't mean I don't value you. It doesn't mean I don't value your opinion. It doesn't mean I won't listen to you if you have feedback, but what it means is I don't need it. Right. You know, and that's a, that's a very fine line to delineate, right? Like a lot of people have to have, they live for that credit, right? But what if you could give yourself the credit every time you need it without it being, you know, falsely. Right. Some sort of manufactured. Yeah. No, it's, it's real credit. You know, like you're actually able to assess yourself in a real way and say, all right, bro, you did a great job today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or. And it'd be true. Yes. And have it. That's the point. And have it be true. Because some people do the affirmations, right? You're special. You're what it's like. And then you create this internal dialogue. It's like, you're awesome. And it's like, no, actually, you're a piece of shit because you haven't done anything that you know you're supposed to be doing. Oh, no, but you're supposed to feel good about yourself. Like you have to sink the two. That's the whole self-love perception right right now. Like, dude, we have all these people who are out there preaching self-love. And dude, this is going to come off as as mean. And I I don't mean it to be mean. I'm just being, I just want to talk about it because it's real. We have all these people who are, uh, clearly you can look at them and tell that they're not doing anything for themselves, their physical body. They're clearly eating foods that aren't good for them. And they're justifying it as, oh, well, I'm okay with myself and I love myself. But the truth is, is that you can't really love yourself until you're proud of yourself. Right. And to be proud of yourself, you have to do things that are difficult for you. Yeah. You know, and so their narrative of like, oh, I love myself just the way I am. That sounds good. And I hope that everybody can get to that point. But you have to understand that just saying it isn't going to get you there. No. Yeah. yeah no, you I, know, it's yeah. um, it, so I, I know like we don't talk about scripture a whole lot. Um, but well, it's interesting. I'm open to it. <laughs> no, yeah. I, you know, I, I started to wrap my head around this concept because so Jesus was talking with uh, some priests, and the priests were trying to trap him and trick him into getting to say some things that contradicted themselves. That right? sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. So, so they asked him, "What's the great commandment?" Right, and he said, "Love God." That's the first great commandment. They said, "Well, what's the second great commandment?" And Jesus says, "The second great commandment, and everybody knows this, is to love thy neighbor as thyself." Right. When you hear that scripture, for example, and this ties into what we're saying, is you think, okay, well, I'm just supposed to love other people. That's what I'm supposed to do. What most people overlook is the as myself. Right. Like if I love, let's say I love my neighbor, then I'm going to, I'm going to support them. I'm going to honor them. You know, if they're hung up or have some sort of illness or medical condition, I'm going to maybe mow their lawn or do, you know, that's how I'm going to treat other people. Yeah. But if you treat other people like that, According to that scripture, you have to treat yourself like that. That's right. And most people don't carve any amount of time out of their day to take care of themselves because they think it's selfish. It's not selfish. It's, it's actually selfish not to. That's right. Because if you and me, and we were talking about this before we hit record, if, if you and I as, as leaders of our prospective organizations want to actually impact and serve and help the people we're trying to serve, the best way for us to do this is to be the best possible human being that That's we it. can. That's it. And if we're overweight, we're out of shape, we're out of integrity, we're stepping out on our wives, we're doing all this stuff we know we shouldn't be doing, 
that's selfish. That means you wanted that temporary satisfaction and you put that above and beyond what you could have done for another individual who happens to listen to your podcast or be influenced by your company or buys your products. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. And I, I, I completely agree. Yeah, dude, I think the, uh, I think the thing, you know, for me, a lot of people have been getting on me too about, and I'm going to talk about myself for a minute because you all know I love that. Let's be real. <laughs> who, do, who doesn't, right? Yeah. Uh, but like, dude, I think for me, man, um, you know, people have been getting on me a little bit about because I'm not posting on my Instagram and stuff. I and, noticed that. Yeah. And the reason I'm not really, man, is because like, I actually feel like I'm going through a little bit of a transition mentally. Like, I know I am. Where, you know, a lot of the stuff I said four or five years ago, while I agree with it, I, I, I would just deliver it a lot differently now. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, so I'm trying to figure out what that feels like and looks like and, and sounds like. Um, <clears throat> and it's just growth. And a lot of people are like, well, dude, you're just you. And Yeah, but you have to understand, I work on me like a fucking artist works on a fucking picture. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Like, I, I, I kind of know what it's going to look like and sound like, but I want to like still do some yeah. work on my own. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and it's a really cool process. I, I would say that 75 hard dude like <laughs> i know it's my program and i made it up but like the thing is is fuck it fucking works it fucking works for me no doubt you know and the thing is and, and you know i don't know it's exciting to watch people do it because i get so many cool messages and so many um you know like dude i, I you know we get a little bit of you know what the fuck like why is it so extreme and it, well look man it ain't for everybody don't yeah. do it it's then. not for fucking everybody i didn't create <laughs> the program for fucking everybody. Right. I created for people that want to be elite. And a lot of people have been like, you know, you know, dude, I'm pretty young. I'm, I'm not that old. I'm fucking 40 years old. Right. Fucking. I've had a lot of success at a, at a young, very young age, relatively. I right. mean, you know what I'm saying? And right. I'm not saying that to brag. So I get a lot of people who are like, dude, how the fuck do you do it? Well, that's how, that's how I do it. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, little pieces of this have been responsible for my success over the last 20 years. But what has really made the difference, bro, is figuring out what little pieces all worked and mm -hmm. sticking them yeah, all together. Yeah. And that's what 75 hard is. So I've gone through phases before where I've like, you know, been on a diet and I've been training, but I wasn't reading. Then I've been on phases before where I was reading, but not doing that. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. And, at, yeah. At, at, and, all, and yeah. all of us can relate to that. Right. Yeah. But what if you put it all together? Yeah. And what if you're disciplined about it? And dude, it's so cool to me. like. The, the book and the app were the first things I ever sold to do with the program. You know what I mean? I, I don't really give a fuck about how much money it, it makes or whatever, but we have hard costs in that. And right, right. It's right to make a profit when you deliver things that are of value. And uh, so, but I'm not, I think that 75 hard will be the, the biggest thing that I've ever done on the fucking planet. It's pretty phenomenal just to see what what it's created because i see your stories and i yeah. see your testimonials and i follow the hashtags but bro, and I see even, people even, posting but, but, but even as like for just me like for yeah, just oh, me oh, for the sure. legacy right. that's going to create because what you're saying is like it's what i said yesterday in my instagram story everybody's like dude what are you you're, you know you're just done with fate dude i i restarted phase one like 15 days in you know yeah. why because I half-assed a fucking workout. Yeah, I remember you saying you weren't okay. quite it with it or something. I did it. I did the workout. I could have checked the box, but I half-assed it. And you know what? The truth is, is I really wanted to start it over because I didn't want it to fucking end. 
So I, I used mm. it as a way to extend it out. You know what I mean? To start it over. But the thing is, is like, they're like, what are you going to do? You're going to have beers. You're going to have this. I'm like, well, since it's Tuesday, no, I'm not going to have beers. <laughs> I'm going to wake up. Right. I'm, and so I'm used, I see a lot of people. Uh, it's, it's interesting seeing people go through the first year. And then now this is the second year of it. Yeah. And how much more growth they get out of it the second time. Because the first time they get done, they're like, fuck, yeah, I want to pound some beers, yep. and eat some food. And then they look back a year ago and they're like, fuck, that's where I went off. I went off and I became the three or four or five weeks before I, and then I fucked it up. Exactly. And so like, dude, I did that last year. Like I I went through 75 hard, then phase one. Then I had uh, a couple parties at my house over a two week span. And then like the rest of the summer, I was just like fucking did whatever I wanted. I mean, I still trained. I went back to doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Not like that before. And, And so this year, I've just tried to really lock that in as my fucking habits. Like, this is what I do. And I do it whether I'm on the program or whether I'm off the program. Like today, I woke up. Today is my first day after uh, phase, phase one. one. Right. Just so everybody knows. And I wasn't, you know, today's a low carb day for me on my diet. I'm fucking eating low carbs and I'm working out. I'm doing the same shit I was doing yesterday. Yeah. And, and I was explaining it my story. It's exactly what you said, bro. Like I realized just from becoming kind of going through this process uh, over the last few months of growth, I, I'm starting to actually become really aware of like um, how many people actually take what I say serious. I heard your podcast this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your uh, happiness podcast. Yeah. Keys to happiness. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm, it's starting to register with me that it's not just about me. It's really about a fuck ton of other people. And, and what a responsibility. Uh, to and have not it. just the people here in this building. You know what I'm saying? So like now I'm like, okay, now you're becoming a real leader. Right. Yeah. Because now I'm aware, like I've always been a leader by other people's eyes, but now I'm but starting now to realize how important it is. Yeah. What I need to do, because dude, I had uh, one of my, one of my uh, really good friends who I've known for a long time, uh, Laurie Darrow. She's from California and she's a first form legionnaire and she's just a wonderful, wonderful lady. And she messaged me um, uh, Sunday. And I did that story where I said, I was doing a story and I said, dude, I almost bitched out on day 29. Mm-hmm. And I, so I went and did the cardio and then I got in the pool. I, I don't know if you yeah, saw yeah, that yeah. one. I don't think I saw it. Well, I just basically told people, I said, well, just so you guys know, I almost fucking bitched out and didn't do it. And you guys would have never known. And instead I went and did it. Now I'm getting in the pool and I feel better about it. So if you, if you are the same as me right now, go fucking do it. You'll feel better. Yeah. She messaged me. 30 minutes later out on her doing her cardio. Dude, that made me feel good. That's like, that's real shit. Well, and you think about that. So she sent you that story, but think about the tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people who didn't send you that story, but what, but went and did it. Yeah. I think the difference, and and this is what I see in in my life, not just with 75 hard, but other things that I'm doing in my life is that, and, and I think this is the difference between doing it the first and second time. Is it when you do things to like check them off the list or get them completed? Yeah. There's still value in that, mm-hmm. but it's not as good as it just doing it for the sake of doing it. I like think the it, value I think and actually the, the activity versus the completion. For of sure. It. And there's levels to it, right? Right. Like, so like a year ago, just getting through like, dude, no bullshit. 75 hard a year ago is completely different than this year. Like last year I was in pain. I was hurting the whole time. My fucking feet were fucked up. Hmm. Like I was fucked up and it was hard. Ha- it was hard, dude. Like hard, hard. This year, it's been different. 
because I'm in a different mind space. I'm like, I, it, it doesn't matter how hard it is. I'm fucking doing it. Right. And so uh, I don't really give that voice any sort of platform to speak. You know, the bitch voice I talk about, it doesn't really speak anymore. And if it does, it gets silenced. And I think that's the whole thing, right? The whole thing is training our brains to recognize, and, and a lot of people call this awareness or whatever. And that's another term people completely misunderstand. Right. Um, but you have to become aware that you have two internal voices. We all do. Some of us have a lot more, you know? But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, you got to only have two voices? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those. I got a few more. But, yeah, but, it's harder. Uh, the more you have, the harder it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I think all humans distinctly have a strong voice, which I call the boss voice, which is the voice that tells you the things that you should do that you know you should do. Yep. And then you have the bitch voice, which is the comfort voice. That's the voice that tells you when you get home after working eight hours, you know, pouring concrete and you know you're supposed to work Take out, easy, which relax. by the way, I've done that shit. So I know what that's like. It's really hard. It sucks. Yeah. And, and when you get home and you sit on the couch and you're like, fuck, I'm not, you know what? I'll just do it tomorrow. That's your bitch voice. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is your bitch voice. And if you listen to that voice, it will affect your relationships. It will affect your income. It will affect your physique yep. and it will affect your happiness. Yeah. We, we, we were just talking about this the other day. So we're going to this cardio walk and this is my first, like I call it my first legit round of 75 hard, but we were walking. We were just getting started maybe like five, 10 minutes into it. And he's like, DJ, why are you so quiet? And like, dude, I'm trying to tell my body to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, but like, I mean, it's a real thing, you know? And like, yeah. I, mean, I think that power in that is, is for me, it's been amazing. And I found myself, I told Andy this, I'm like, dude, like I get, I get, a lot of DMs of people just reaching out to me, trying to reach out to Andy, right? And that's cool. I like it. That's cool. But, you know, it's the same message. It's like, dude, I love you so much. You changed my life. And, like, the other day I took my, I like, was really looking at my progress pitch from, from day one to where I'm at now. And, I mean, dude, it, look, it looks good. And I find myself being one of those people, like, like dude, and Andy, like, seriously, like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I mean, dude, it's, it's been awesome for me. Just I've remember, never felt we got better. a long way to go. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and we're going to keep getting there. Yeah, we every, are. Every single the, uh, the, you talk about the bitch voice. I've always talked about it as the natural man. Yeah. Like I've said this to the guys for a long time. It's like, you think about what the natural man is. And, and the term I use a lot is battle. Like, it's a battle. And, and every time I use that word, there's somebody who says, oh, it's just hyperbole. And it's not, life's not really a battle. I'm like, it is for me. It is for me, too. look, I want to eat all the chips and salsa. Yeah. I, wanna, I want the results without the effort. I yeah. want to be weak. I want to be pathetic. I want to be lazy. That's the guy I naturally just want to be. Me too. That's the path of least resistance. Yeah. And so every day, I personally need to battle between that guy, the natural man, and the version of myself that I want to be, like the potential that I have yeah. to become. Yeah. And our actions, regardless of how insignificant they may seem, push us one way or the other. You're right here in the middle. If you decide to bitch out today on anything whether it's having a difficult conversation, making an extra sales call, going and doing your workout, not eating the chips and salsa, that's going to move you one way. If you win the battle, you win that campaign, it's going to move you towards that ideal version of yourself, which is where the confidence comes from. And, the, and like you were saying, DJ, the ability to see it, and then you're like, oh shit, this is working. I right, can actually right, right. do this yep. tomorrow it's too. It's like we always say, the work comes before the belief. Yes. Right? You got to do the work, and then when you start to see it working, then you start believing. Right. And a lot of people don't realize, they try to put the belief in front of the work. And it, dude, it, it, and then they think there's something wrong with them, right? Because yeah. every fucking self-help guru out there, yeah. for the most part, <clears throat> tells them, you're perfect the way you are. 
well, then why do I feel so bad? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that. You guys have to understand that. Like if you're out there right now and you're saying now, dude, if you're happy, like legitimately, if you can look in the mirror and you're happy and let's just say you're a hundred pounds overweight, I support that. Go ahead. It's your body. It's your choice. I want to live a little bit longer. That's my thing. Right. All right. I'm naturally a fat dude. I've been fat my whole life. I've been 350 pounds. You know, I've been 330 a couple times after loot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what that feels like. I've had yeah. enough of it. Dude, I mean, isn't that the biggest thing, right? Is, is what's relative to each individual. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, I think that's a huge thing, right? I mean, we, we talk about this a bunch, like working out. It's like, you know, I mean, dude, like I could be bench pressing 225 and that's fucking tough for me. Yeah. You could be throwing up 315 for reps. You know what I'm saying? But it's dude, like, that doesn't like, mean I'm not working my ass off. That's that conversation we always yeah. joke about. That joke we always do. The work is relative too. No, no, no. Hot is hot. It's hot. Yeah, it's fucking hot. No, it's not. No. You don't know what heat you is. You never lived in Utah. You know yeah. what I'm Maine. saying? Yeah. No, Maine. Try yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole problem with the world. Though. Exactly. Like we can't accept each other's reality. Yeah. That's right. Like, we don't understand that. Like, Everybody wants to one-up each other. Yeah, bro. What Ryan thinks is hot is different yeah. than what DJ yeah. thinks is hot, and it's different than what I think is hot. But fuck. I mean, But we, it's fucking hot for all of us. <laughs> right. You know, Everybody's uncomfortable. That's right. <laughs> That's, that's right. right. So, I think that's the beauty of, of the 75 hard list, though, yeah. right? I mean, it's like it's, it's, it's scalable. It's, it's relative to what you can do, right? I mean, well, dude, and that's the thing people don't understand. Like, I get I the 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 misunderstanding information questions comments I get from people are, there's no way. Uh, look, man, my fucking mom can do it. My yeah. mom's in her 60s. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, we've had people in their 70s do. We've had people that are 400 pounds do it. 500 pounds. Yeah. Look, it's scalable. Right. It's all relative. It's scalable. It's relative. Like, this is not, like, people hear the two workouts a day and they think, well, they got to go out and run a marathon twice a day. Or well, fucking, no shit yeah. nobody can do that. Yeah. Fuck, man. I can't even run a motherfucking mile. <laughs> there's, there's two people, and we talked about them earlier, who can yeah. do that. Yeah. Nobody else can do that. That's yeah. right. That's right. Those are the two only dudes I know that Seriously. do that. Seriously. Yeah. And they probably got more than two voices in their head. I'll tell you that. Yeah, they both do. <laughs> <laughs> you That's know what, true. though? They're both fucking great dudes. Oh, they 100%. Are. Yeah. Solid as they come. Yep. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like everybody and I'm not saying this because it's, it's my program, but I feel like everybody needs to find a way to 75 hard is a great way to do this, but needs to find a way to treat their brain just like you would treat your body and mm -hmm. working out. You know what yeah. I mean? And once you start to tie, so like for me, what I do is I tie my entire fucking success in life to the littlest, tiniest detail. Mm. Like a lot of people make fun of me about like what I say about the piss droplets on the seat. Or the bolts or whatever you yeah, pick up I off the ground. I purposefully use that example because it's absurd, right? But I, it's, I really do it. And what I, what I do, this is what I tell myself. Like, dude, if I fucking, you know, a little pee drop goes on the seat and it's my own bathroom, I tell myself a couple things. One, I'm like, well, fuck, dude, I better wipe that up because what if Ryan comes in and uses the bathroom? Right. Right. So like I got accountability number one. Yeah. Number two, uh, I, I, if I walk out of that room and sometimes I do, that's, the, that's the thing. Sometimes I do leave it there and I'll walk three or four feet out the room and I'll fucking turn around and go back and do it because my, my boss voice, the voice in my head is so tuned that it's actually screaming at me and saying, bro, you are going to fucking lose everything you own. You get you go down that road. Have you mm. ever done something? I can't even think of an example right now where you do you it. See and what you see what I'm saying? Like I, totally. tie, you yes. have to tie a bigger, a bigger reason, a bigger picture to than it. just like I want six pack abs. Right. Like that's not big enough reason. 
The, the reason has to be like, bro, if I don't fucking go wipe that little thing up, then my whole life is going to fall apart because I'm going down that road of shitty habits, you know? And I don't know. It works for me. I think you, uh, when you do that, you get to this point, And I think this is a winning point when you do something out of integrity. Yeah. Like leave the pee drop droplets on the toilet. Yeah. And then you, you like walk out of the room and it just sits in your brain and yeah. nags at you. Yeah. You're like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? And you're like, fuck it. God. Yeah. I and you go just hurry to go back yeah. and fix it. Dude. Right. And yes. so, you know, you're like, cool. I'm on the right track. Yes. Now. Yes. That, that voice is now winning. Yes. Dude, that's a powerful shit. Yes. And most people never get to that point. Most people never get to well, that Well, they'll point. talk themselves out of it. Right. Cause yeah. their brain will say, Hey, Go, look, you messed up. You didn't do the project right or you yeah. didn't finish. And most people will try to like actively talk themselves out of like, no, I you know I'm tired. Enough. I'll do it tomorrow. Nobody will ever see it. I remember I had a painter come in and he was painting our office and it was like up in the corner and it was going to be with some trim or something. And he's like, hey, I'm all done here. I'm like, well, what about that? And he's like, oh, it's okay. Nobody will see that. And I said, yeah, you're right. I see. You. You're right. Yeah. But it, and you know what? I won't even see it. As yeah. the guy who hired you, I won't even see it. But you'll see it. Yeah. Like, doesn't that shit bother you? No. 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 That, to me, boggles my mind. I know. How does that not bother well, you? Dude, it's, people just have to go through that process, man. I guess it and is. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. They just never do. Right. And it does make you extremely critical of people that are like that. Well, you have to be able to offer some, some grace and understand, like you were saying earlier, not everybody's at the same page and not everybody has the desire. You know, I have people reach out to me every day. Oh, well, not everybody has to be like you, bro. I'm not saying they have no to. Shit. All I'm saying is this is how I want to be. And yeah. if this is how you want to be and you want to do it together, let's do it together. We'll hold each other accountable. If yeah. you don't think what I share is valuable, then no follow. Cool. Fine. Yeah. Find Andy or find whoever yeah. that you think is more valuable and then do that. I don't care. Yeah. No, dude. I think, uh, I think that's a missing quality in, in the world right now is the ability to understand that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just sharing with you what they do. And if you want to do it, okay. If you want to listen, okay. If you don't, okay, too. I think that comes down to, um, have you read The Four Agreements? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Four, Dude, uh, it's probably one of the best books I've ever written. Yeah. Uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, yeah. right? And he said, I think one of them is, uh, and I don't know what rule it is or agreement it is, but don't take anything personally. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now is that everything is so personal to people. Like I could post something about, like I posted a podcast with Mike Ritland today. He's a dog trainer. For, yeah. He was a, a Navy SEAL and he trained dogs. I could post that and I guarantee somebody on my post said, well, why do you hate cats? Yeah. Like, bro, it's not personal. Yeah. I'm just saying, I said how dogs can make you a better man, I think is what yeah. I titled it. Yeah. And somebody's going to take it personal. They're going to take it out of context and think that I'm talking specifically about them. Like, oh, you don't have a dog, then you're less of a man. Yeah. Nobody's saying that. Yeah. But that's how so many people choose to take it. No, dude, it's, we're in a weird spot. You know, we have, <laughs> it's frustrating for everybody because we have, um, you know, we have a lot of turmoil and, and, and disagreements going on right now. And we no have doubt. a lot of people that don't know how to have a discussion. You know, they've spent their whole life looking at a motherfucking smartphone. They don't know how to talk. Mm -hmm. So what do we see? We see tearing shit down, crying, screaming at the top of their lungs, literally knowing nothing about what they're talking about. And to anybody who actually understands like history and has been uh, a consumer of, you know, knowledge uh at a very fundamental level 
understands these things and it makes these people look ridiculous. And we're starting to see it, right? We're starting to oh, see. Oh, I think we've reached that point. Yeah, we're starting to see the the people. We're starting to see people who are normally um, not saying anything, and they're now now they're like, you know what? Fuck all of you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down with that. Right. You know, we let you guys, you know, throw a temper tantrum and this and that, and now uh, I just think you're ridiculous. Yep. And what, dude? I think I was telling DJ this yesterday. This is a big problem for people that they're not anticipating, and I'm always trying to look, you know down the road where, where things, people's actions are going to take them. Dude, there's so many people that are going to become unemployable because oh, of the no shit doubt. that they're posting on the internet right now. The hate they're posting on the internet. Did you see that gal? She, she threatened to, I think she to threatened stab? to stab people. Yes. And then she got fired a, a couple days later, maybe even a day later, she and got then had fired. A she was crying. Yeah. And it was like, well, what'd you think? <laughs> yeah. You're, fuck you're you. You're threatening people. Yeah. You're literally threatening yeah. people. That's what lives. happens when you don't spank your motherfucking kids, bro. <laughs> That's true. the truth. Like, dude, this, this putting kids in the corner and everybody wins a fucking 47th place medal and everybody's told they're equal and all this shit has created that. And yep. that's what we're dealing with now. Yeah. They don't understand accountability. That girl graduated from Harvard. In her brain, she's as fucking smart as they come because yep. that's what the world tells you. And well, the rest of the, wor- the rest of the world knows you're a dumb fuck. Yeah. That's the truth. Period. You know, you know it's and- funny. I had, a, I had a conversation with my oldest the other day and... um. I was going to post something about it. And I'm like, you know, this, that, this was, this was, this was personal, but I do want to kind of share it. Cause it's important as, as a father, he, uh, he's a little overweight mm-hmm. and he's been upset about it mm-hmm. cause he's liking girls now. Yeah. And he's like worried about his love, you know? So, yeah. so he's like, dad, like I've been re- working really hard. Do I look better? And I said, well, how, what do you think? He's like, I don't think I look very good. And I said, well, you have some room to go. Like you've done good, yeah, but you have some room to go. Yeah. But I don't want to hear you complain about, you know, being hungry later or yeah. being tired and not wanting to go work out. Yeah. And it's funny because I caught myself not wanting to share part of that story because I know people would say, oh, you're just being mean to him. Yeah, you're that, an asshole. I'm that like, part? Dude. Yeah. You're talking about that part? You Tru- don't want to share that? You yes. must hate your children. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that people, no, people will say, I can't believe you tell him he's overweight and he's fat. And this, I'm like, it's true. He? he needs to know. 12. He's old enough. He needs to know these things. He needs to know the truth. Bro, this is the whole problem. We try to, we've had a generation of parents that have a terrible parenting strategy in their brain. Dude, I've been talking about this since 2000, you know this, since 2015. I've been saying the same motherfucking shit. We have 25 years of failed parenting strategy showing itself in society right now. Yeah. Okay? And that's the truth. And you can get mad at it all you want. But when you don't tell your kids the truth and you tell them that they're always going to win and they're always going to be special and they're this and they're that. And then when they get in trouble at school, you take the kid's side instead of the par- instead of the principal side yep. and all this shit to protect them from having to answer to their actions. You're setting them up to be just like that girl that we just saw. Yep. We were just talking about. You know, what's funny in uh, in high school. I think I may have shared the story with you in high school. I hate sharing the story because it makes me look like dude, a piece of honest, crap. People will fucking get on you for that. Oh, dude. Well, you know, I don't have kids, so I don't know. Yes. It's, it's, oh, oh you're just supposed to build up his self confidence. That is how self- you build it. That's how you do it. Exactly. That is how you build it. So you, what, I, what are you going to tell him some bullshit? Look, oh what are no, you going to okay. tell The American Idol syndrome. Hey, how about this? Oh, yeah, son, you look great. You're the best. You look this and that. And he knows it's a lie. Okay. He, he already answered it. Yeah. No, he fucking already knows. Yeah. So you tell him that he looks all great and everything. And then. Now he thinks that you're full I'm a of liar. shit. That's right. Right. Because he fucking knows. I call it the American Idol syndrome. You know, yeah. when people go up and they start singing, it's like, who told you you could sing? 
Like how many yeah. people in your life have told you that you can sing? Yeah. Because you believe that you and you yeah. can't. Clearly you can't. Yeah. I had this uh, experience in high school. Uh, my senior year, I was playing baseball. I caught and like the third or fourth game, my coach pulled me. And I was having a bad game, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. But he pulled me. And then he, and he didn't put me in for a couple of games. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I talked to my mom. And, she's, and I say, hey, like, coach pulled me, whatever. But I, she's like, I don't know what to tell you. You need to talk to him. Yeah. I, I thought she'd be on my side. No. Like, she's like, I don't know. Go talk to him and handle it. So I went and talked to my coach. And he said, did you train in the offseason? Did you do this, this, and this? And I had to look him in the eye and say, no, I didn't do any of that. He's like, and that's why I pulled you. Well. So he told me, and, and I always, in fact, we're still friends today, 20 years later. He said, so you can either be part of this team and you can help that sophomore catch and you can train him or you can quit. Those are your two choices. And I, fortunately, I respected him enough. My mom got in my face and said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to train. So I spent my senior year of baseball coaching the catcher where I should have been catching yeah. because I had an adult who was willing to say and do what needed to be done rather than acquiesce and try to make me feel good about myself yeah. when I shouldn't have. And not only that, what did that teach you about being part of a team? Right. And why, what did that teach you about leadership? Totally. It's pretty weird where you are now, right? Well, that's the thing. You think about it in the context of an 18-year-old kid, 17 in high school, and you're like, my life is over. Now I look at it and think, that was actually Best a thing. damn good experience yes. for me. Yeah, dude. Because my baseball career wasn't going anywhere anyway. Do you know how, dude, no, that's, that's where you get built, man. <laughs> exactly. Like th that thing where you tell your kid the truth. And, you know, that might be hard. And look, parents don't like to do this shit because it hurts, right? Like, it hurts them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a selfish act. It is selfish. Yes. And so, you know, I don't want to tell, like, dude, I look at it like young employees, right? Like I got some young employees, uh, some of them sitting right here. All right. One of them sitting right there to my left. And sometimes he don't do the, exactly what he's supposed to do. And I'll fucking say, no, that sucks. Mm -hmm. And I, what I tell you today. You sent me some stuff today, and I said, no, keep going. Right. People don't like to hear that. And it's good. And I don't like telling them that. No. You think I like fucking telling them that? Dude, but the thing is, is that's my role. Yeah. All right? And, and we have to get comfortable as Americans, as parents, and I'm speaking, you know, as a parent of our children here at the, at the fucking <laughs> office, because we got a lot of them. Yeah. But- Dude, we have to be comfortable telling people the truth so that they can get better. Yeah. If you care about them, that's yeah, what you do. Yeah, dude. And like, I, had, that's, uh, I think most people respond well to that, dude. I, I, mean, I, I think, think so they too. do. That's the key, but, right? I mean, but, set but, my expectations higher than you setting for yourself. But DJ, it's, it's, people aren't willing to do it because it hurts them. That's yeah. what it is. It's not about the other mm -hmm. person. And like, dude, you, you guys, yeah. And, it, and so we, it's just like the self-love fucking narrative. Yep. We've built this narrative that says it's a, it's a failed parenting strategy we'll be talking about. Dude, there's no accountability. If you don't teach your kids to be accountable, be responsible like that. I posted a meme yesterday where it had like five mirrors on the wall. And I uh -huh. said, and I yes. said, it was like in a kid's classroom. And I said, if, uh, I said, if I become president, I'm going to make, uh, in every this is my first executive <laughs> yeah. order. It's going to be in every classroom, grades one through eight. And I, I mean it, that's what I would do. You know why? Because that's what's missing right now. Yeah. We could tear apart all these different problems in society. We could fucking talk about the bullshit going on with the mask and the division and the racism and all these things that are negative, you know, the COVID and all the theories and the, the, 
the bullshit that comes down to it. But the real reason why that, that all those people are able to instill those fears on us is because we never took responsibility for who the fuck we were. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it easy to look at the government and say, well, Lord government, tell me what I need to do. Right. And, and so we've transitioned and this has been done yeah. on purpose, by the way. We've transitioned from a self-accountability culture to a culture that naturally looks for the answer of what to do to, from the government. Right. And that's what we're seeing right now. You know, and, and so if we want to fix the problem, guys, it's a 20 year process. That's what pe- nobody wants to hear. Mm. Like, if you really want to fix the problem of what's going on right now with the division and the hate and this bullshit that the government's putting on us and all this shit, this starts in the classroom, which is why 20 years ago they took the pledge out and they yep. took, the, you know, so like, dude, if you guys want shit to fix, understand it's going to take time and it's going to start with the kids right now. Well, and I, yeah, I actually posted something about that the other day about how important it is that we, we as, as men, because I talk primarily to men, but yeah. women too. Uh, we have raise, a lot of badass women to listen to this show. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Raise, it's your job, mother, father, whatever, coach, mentor, brother, big brother, big sisters program. I don't care what capacity it is. It's your job to raise these future generations and to have real conversations. Like my son, this one was crazy. <laughs> he came to me the other day. We were working on, we were, we were building a new barn door. And, and him and I were working out in the barn together. And he says, hey, dad, um, I need to ask you a question. I'm like, okay, what's up? And I'm getting a little nervous because I'm like, hey, he's going to ask me something that's really uncomfortable. And sure enough, he's like, what's a blowjob? Oh, <laughs> man. And I'm like, oh. And I caught myself. I'm like, well, let's get this project. You know, like I. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. I'm going to address it now. I want. He, I want, he, first he feels answer. comfortable enough to ask me, which yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Because it's probably awkward for him yeah. too. That's my job. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want his buddies answering that question. No. Oh, I no. want to answer that question. Yeah. And I want to frame it in the right context. That's right. And, and I, I want to, I'm okay with being a little uncomfortable. Yeah. So Bro, that he's set up on the right track. Looks right. on, looks on. I it's just fucking had to amazing. I'll tell you to that. DJ yesterday. Okay. What a blow job was? Yes. Like DJ asked me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I said. I'm like, well, look, son, it's fucking amazing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know it's kind of an interesting look on it, but, but that's, that is the truth. These are the conversations, whether it's drugs or pornography or yeah. alcohol or how to be responsible for your actions or telling the truth like you're not where you could be. You have potential, but you're not reaching it right now. And here's how you can do it. These are the conversations that we need to have with our kids. Yeah. And you said it best is the only reason you wouldn't want to do that is because you're selfish and you don't want to be awkward and uncomfortable. It, it has nothing to do with them. That's right. That's right. Can I, can I act? Yeah, man. So what was your, what was your answer? Uh, that's a good question. Cause I stumbled over it. You went to that black space. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> where do I go? With Everything this? got black nah, yeah. man, and it I, just came out. Basically, and, I, and I woke up. And that's <laughs> it. I don't know. No, I'm, 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 I'm expecting my first child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you got a girl. little while, hopefully. But um, yeah. I, I told him exactly what it was. I didn't lie to him. I said, yeah. this is what it, this is the act. Okay. This yeah. is the physical act. Yeah. And this is the expression. And, and sex and sexual acts are, are good in the right context. Mm-hmm. They're an important expression of love. It feels good, which means that there's something right about it. Right. right. So 
in the right context, in the right environment. There's all kinds of things right about it. Let's, let's that, totally, <laughs> but I can't shy away from that. No, no, right? no, like bro, those, that's, that's real man shit. And no, so some yeah. people would say, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about, it. or you shouldn't do it till you're married, which, okay, maybe that's true, but it's not really true, but still, no, but I mean, yeah, it, but it's also about teaching real life. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, you could, you could cop out and say, oh, I'll tell you later or yeah. oh, just make nope. sure it's with the right Dude, he's girl. He's going to go to no, Google. Talk with her yeah. or talk with him about it and yeah. figure and or yeah. her or whatever, yeah. you know? And I think that's the biggest thing, especially in parenting, right? There's this disconnect. You have so many parents saying, don't do this. When that's not what the fuck they did. You that's know what right. I'm saying? That's and like, right. like, that's a disconnect. Like, well, the yeah. other if you thing be you honest do, with your kids, I mean. And tell them where you messed up. Yeah. Like, like I did this. That's right. So instead of lying yeah. and saying, oh, you shouldn't do that and say, you know what? I actually did that. Yeah. And here's why it was wrong. And here's what I found out. Well, see, dude, so this is why I'm advising you not to do that. That's how my dad taught us. Is that right? Yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah. Like I can remember a specific example. Like um, everybody knows that I smoke marijuana because I talk about it all the time. Um, but I don't have never done any other drugs. Like I don't do ecstasy. I've never done cocaine. That's not. And the reason why the true, the real reason why there's two reasons why one. I see what it does to people because I've had it in my family and I've had people go to prison for 15 years for that kind of stuff. And I don't like that. And the second thing is, um, it looks like people enjoy it a whole lot. And I'm one of those people that when you find something that like, I'll be the Take dude in the a extreme. Ditch. That's right. Yeah. So I know like the minute I fucking put one little granule of that shit in my nose, my life is over. It's over. Yeah. So I never have, and I wouldn't. And, uh, but my dad is the one that kind of like, Gave me the lesson on that, you know, like he caught me smoking weed one time and he pretended like he didn't know it was weed. Like, he, cause I told him it was a cigarette, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. which everybody knows. This is like, what I was how like, are you? I was like 17. It's funny. We uh, can think, yeah. we think we can fool our parents yeah. that way. Yeah. No, like, yeah. <laughs> so I fucking was like, no, he's like, what were you smoking? We were down at the end of the driveway. I'm like, fuck a cigarette. And he's like, oh, you're smoking. What do you think? This is my first rodeo. Like, you yeah. know, like, and I'm like, and I thought like I had a fool. I'm like, no, dad, a cigarette. He bought it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now he didn't buy it. So, <laughs> yeah. but I remember having a conversation like a week later where he, and he probably doesn't even remember this, but me and Chris were there. My business partner, yeah. Chris was there. And, uh, I don't know. I think Scott, one of, one of my buddies, he, he also works here. Um, we were standing in the kitchen and he just started like out of the blue brought up drugs. Like out of the blue. Like, your, this is your dad. Yeah, dude. my dad okay. did. And he started talking about like how much weed that they smoked back in the day. Cause like, dude, he grew up like when that was like the thing, you know? And he's like, I already smoke weed. It make, it, I think it makes you dumb. And he'll still say that he calls it marijuana brain. And there's actually a lot of studies that back that up. If we're being honest. But there's just as many that say alcohol is that bad too. Yeah, so let's sure. all be fucking calm your, calm your little shorts there. <laughs> all right. But he said to me, he's like, yeah, he goes, you know, he goes, the problem is, is that that, uh, you know, people graduate from that into other things. You know, like how they used to say yeah. in the D.A.R.E. program. It's, it's the, the gateway. It's the gateway drug. Right, yeah. right. Because then they, they, and a lot of people will argue against that, but it really is because what it is, is it's a relaxation of your where your line is. Like, where's your line going to be? Right. Is it going to be at zero or is it at alcohol? Is it at marijuana? Is it, where does it end? Right. Mm -hmm. And so he was explaining that. And he, he, he told us like that when he was in business, you know, in the 80s, that's what they did. They fucking did cocaine. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm telling you, man. He's like, I did it. It's not that good. Uh, he, he said, you'll feel good for a minute, but you're, the next couple of days, you'll feel like shit. And gave us like the whole real talk about it. 
like not from like I caught you smoking weed. You. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. It was more like he just gave us what he thought. And he didn't even say don't ever do it. He just said, like, look, if I could go back, I wouldn't do it. That's why mm. I don't do it now. And he gave us a real t- and that always stuck with me. Like that one conversation cemented, like, okay, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's probably had a huge impact on my life because dude, now I have the means to do literally anything I want. And if I fucking happen to like that shit, what would my life look like? What kind of person would I be? What kind of leader would I be? You know what I'm saying? So those conversations are extremely important. Um, and, it, you know, you might not be as, if you're listening to this, you know, and you're thinking, well, fuck, I need to have a couple conversations. You know, you might not be as slick as my dad was to be able to like, because I know he purposefully brought oh, yeah. it up. He flanked, he flank, like Jock would say, right? Yes. He, fl- he flanked yes. you. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> totally. A great, a great flank. And, yeah. And, uh, and so I, but that was such a, a, like, I'm, I'm just giving my perspective. That was such a powerful conversation in my life. And I think now looking back, it's been, it's been one of the conversations, probably a dozen conversations that's shaped my life. Yeah. And that just shows you guys right out right now. Like if you're struggling as a parent or even a leader in any sort, and you're avoiding having these conversations you're really doing, you're really, first of all, the reason you're avoiding it is because of you, not because of them. You're not scared you're going to hurt their feelings. You're scared it's going to feel weird to tell them. And, you know, you have to understand that that's what people who really care do. They have difficult conversations. So I actually think that's one of the things that makes a leader a leader. Like a leader is the one who's willing to have the conversation. If you want to be a leader, start having real conversations about real issues. Yeah. And I guarantee people will start following it. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living down. Spoke it till existence.